Are you still searching for your perfect place to call home? Well, now is the time to buy at Fisher Homes. If you're looking to move in before the end of 2024, May could be your last opportunity to start building your dream home and close before the year's end. If you're hoping to move in even sooner, Fisher Homes also has homes that are move-in ready and waiting for you, where you can start enjoying the benefits of homeownership even faster. Schedule your personal tour with a new home advisor today at fisherhomes.com and make this spring the season you find your perfect home sweet home. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet. That's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. If you're 21 years old and use nicotine or tobacco, I'm here to tell you about Black Buffalo and how it's redefining tradition for millions of adult consumers. So if you're over 21, consume nicotine or tobacco and want to join the Black Buffalo herd, head over to blackbuffalo.com to learn more. Warning, this product contains nicotine. Nicotine is an addictive chemical. Black Buffalo products are intended for adults aged 21 and older who are consumers of nicotine or tobacco. Broadcasting live from the Abraham Lincoln Radio Studio at the George Washington Broadcast Center. Jack Armstrong and Joe Getty. Armstrong and Getty. And now, he is Armstrong and Getty. Studio C. We'll see you, senior. Dimly lit room deeper than the bowels of the Armstrong and Getty Communications compound here on Little Friday. And today we're under the tutelage of our general manager. The general manager. You want to know the general manager? You're looking at me, you're asking, who's the general manager? Yes, this is correct. Demanding you're, that knowledge. You're tracking. Here's a question Can you handle it when I tell you? Wow. I hope I can. I've got a Heart. cold, so I don't know. I'm a little weak. Our general manager, cold or the monkey pox, tell the truth. Well, I was at a rave. Oh, boy. I was did at things a rave. get a little passionate late in the night? And I did have some sex with some gay Euro dudes. <laughs> okay, well, I suggest you go get the swab, son. Anyway, back to the general manager. It's semiconductors. That's our general might, manager? Semiconductors might be... Within a few years, depending on how geopolitical events go, it might be the only story that matters. Wow, I want to hear more about that. Accuse me of hyperbole if you like. We don't actually have a hyperbole court or anything, so I'll probably get away with it. I think that's the worst hyperbole I've ever heard. Um, 
Joe Biden's speaking in the Middle East, and I want to hear a little bit of that, because that's just happened a little bit ago, as this trip, I think, is becoming more about Iran and Russia than, uh, than, than, than oil. Here's something I learned yesterday that I find fascinating. This is the most interesting thing I heard all day yesterday. And the fact that nobody's talking about it makes it an even bigger deal. Hmm. It is a major occurrence in world history, yet it's getting zero attention. Wow. I'm intrigued. One of the number one stories, in fact, if you averaged it out over my entire life, it might be the number one world story, geopolitical story. Joe Biden, a sitting U.S. president, Democrat no less, which usually ups the ante, going to the Middle East for his first trip, and you have not heard anywhere the terms peace process, two-state solution, or any of that sort of stuff. Zero talk about it. Nobody's even mentioning it. That's the first time in my entire life, going back, I think, 54 years is when this whole thing started. Every single president had to show up with a plan for bringing peace to the Middle East between the Israelis and the Palestinians, and we've been told for over half a century that there could be no peace in the Middle East because the Arab street, the number one issue for them always was the Palestinians' dislocation, blah, 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 all that sort of stuff. (coughs) And he's going to the Middle East, and it's nothing. It's completely over. Right. You know, I saw one little story where an Israeli uh, TV reporter asked him a question on the topic, and he gave a diplomatic answer, and they moved on. It's astounding. If you're younger, maybe it doesn't leave a mark, but if you're of not younger, it has always been treated like it was the number one issue in the world. Yeah, that was that was often kind of phony, honestly. The if the Arab world had wanted to do something for the Palestinians, they would have for a long time. It's just a bargaining chip. Call it phony if you want, but the coverage of it was real, always was. And presidents talked about it endlessly. And it all goes back to uh, Netanyahu came to Congress after th- uh, Barack Obama made the uh, the Iranian nuke deal. And, 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 and lambasted the administration in front of Congress, which some people thought was awesome and some people thought was horrible, that a foreign leader came in and blasted our foreign policy. Um, and that uh, speech is being hailed by a lot of people as a game changer. And it was right after that, you had four Arab states all of a sudden who had vowed to eliminate Israel from the face of the earth, who signed agreements with them. Saudi Arabia made gestures that way. They haven't officially signed anything yet, but they they more or less have a truce now with Israel. And uh, 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 evidence of that is the fact that the president of the United States is flying directly from Israel to Saudi Arabia first time ever. So uh, because they wouldn't allow any flights from Israel, which seems crazy. But now they 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 do now. And uh, it's just Wow, that whole thing is over. And what is it all about? It's everybody getting together and realizing we need to be against Iran because Iran is going to be the dominant bully. They're going to get a, a nuclear weapon, and we need to side with the United States and Israel. We need to all uh, join forces against Iran. And uh, the president reiterated yesterday that we are not going to allow Iran to get a nuclear weapon. I've heard that before. See North Korea. but um, and, and was asked and stated that, yeah, military... Uh, Military, if necessary, but we are not going to let them get a nuclear weapon. Of course, the problem with Joe Biden all the time is, did he mean to say that? Is that U.S. policy, or was that just an old man gaffe? You know, I think it was what he meant to say. I thought it was planned. Your North Korea point is well taken. You can vow whatever you want. On the other hand, 
The difference between North Korea and Iran is that uh, North Korea didn't have a neighbor, South Korea, for instance, that was willing to lob bombs on them, <laughs> at them, uh, to, to take out whatever plant or, or launch a site or, or whatever, nuclear uh, facility. Yeah, well, it was it was a, a joint statement between the United States and Israel yesterday that military action is on the table to stop Iran from getting a nuke. Do we mean it? Not sure. Does Israel mean it? Garen effenteed they mean it. <laughs> I mean, without a doubt, there's not a chance they don't mean it. Well, uh, the uh, contrast between the two statements was really interesting, and I don't have it in print in front of me, but uh, I'll be accurate enough. Uh, certainly accurate enough for talk radio. Uh, the... <laughs> The uh, the president of the United States, Great Grandpotus, said uh, military force uh, is a last resort. But yes, that is on the table. But diplomacy and conversation need to be allowed to work. And the Israeli head guy said eh, diplomacy is not going to do any good. It's going to be military. And they mean it. And I get why those two messages, uh, which were portrayed as uh, conflicting, uh, in the media account I read, but they're not. No, they're, I don't think so. They're about domestic politics in the respective countries. Uh, we have a Democrat sitting president in Israel, and nobody's talking about peace with the Palestinians and bringing people together and all that. That's, that's amazing. It's absolutely amazing. Anyway. Yeah, I, I find that ironic and interesting, but the fact that uh, Iran, which is a rogue regime, a terrorist regime, is about to have a, a, a nuclear weapon, and uh, one of our closest allies has vowed to wipe as much of them off the face of the earth as is necessary. I think the spicy times could be about to get uh, a good deal spicier. Which is why I think uh, Biden is is going to Saudi Arabia. I think this is the, the main topic. Oil's getting a lot of attention, price of gas and whatnot. But mm-hmm. um, I was listening to one of my favorite podcasts with some of my favorite thinkers yesterday. Somebody giving credit to, uh, to uh, all this... Uh, these agreements with Israel and all these Arab states, which was unthinkable just a few years ago. You got to give credit to two people, the Ayatollah Khomeini and Barack Obama. Uh, Iran vowing to get a a weapon and Barack Obama making a deal with Iran that was going to allow them to get a weapon. Yeah. Well, throw in, and this is a hell of a deal, hell of a a trio, uh, throw in Jared Kushner and the Abraham Accords, which uh, honest people are hailing as a great diplomatic breakthrough. Boy, it's it's just amazing how world changing events can occur and just kind of yeah, just like overnight. Okay, well that's different now. Guess we'll move yeah. forward. Yeah, yeah, and could be getting a whole lot differenter. Yeah. yeah no <laughs> oh boy. Can you imagine Saudi planes and Israeli planes flying side by side in a military mission? That's uh, that could actually happen. Hmm. Amazing. Let's start the show officially. I'm Jack Armstrong. He's Joe Getty on this. It is how did it get to be? Oh, and we sold those planes to both of those countries. So there, there you go. You got that. Cha-ching, tied. baby. Huh? <laughs> oh, geez. America, uh, the business of America is business. I'm Jack Armstrong. He's Joe Getty on this Thursday, July 14th, known as Bastille Day. Go ahead and storm a Bastille today. The year 2022. We are Armstrong and Getty, and we approve of this program. Okay, let's begin then. Officially, according to FCC rules and regulations, leaping into action at Mark. And the reason he is the worst overall is because inflation is eating his presidency alive at this point. Yeah, we'll get to that later. There's a uh, well-thought-of thinker on CNN yesterday talking about how the polling goes back to way back early 20th century. uh, No no president has had worse numbers on inflation and stuff than than we currently have. Mm. Um. 
So Joe Biden, the statement from the White House yesterday when all the inflation news broke, I don't know what I, I don't know if I buy this analysis. I don't know how important these statements are when the president comes out and says something. But the whole, well, that's uh, you know, that's a snapshot of yesterday. We all know gas prices have been going down, so that's an error. And uh, some belief that that is like going to the doctor with bad pain, and the doctor telling you, yeah, I don't think you got that bad of pain, because people are. The number one issue by far in America right now is inflation. I mean, it's yeah. it's it's the the, clo- the second place is not even close. So did the president just basically come out and say, "No, nah, it's not that bad. It's not as bad as you're saying." Two well, people. Uh, hmm. Yeah. The, the uh, yeah. I mean, yeah. There's an element of that certainly. I get what they're saying. Look, gas prices have already come way down. That was a snapshot of what happened a month ago. Right now, things are really improving. Things are great. They're on the right track. We've got the tools. We're using the tools. We've got some of those clips to play for you. But um, I'm not saying I'm buying it. But I, I get the spin. tough tough call because there's the uh, no no no. You're fine. You're getting better, which could be leadership. Or the acknowledging your situation, sometimes that's an important thing, too. Yeah, yeah. And I think well, they're people, in a hell of a spot. I'll, I'll grant you that. I don't... I, so gas has come down 30 days in a row or whatever. It's still extraordinarily high. I don't know mm-hmm. if there are many people filling up their tank and feeling like, oh, this is good news. I don't know if there's anybody in America feeling like that. Well, the, the, the great question, the great answer is, how do you defend the indefensible? Uh, and the answer is poorly. And that's what they're trying to do on a day-by-day basis. They're just praying for something good to happen. How does the bag of mail look today? Uh, it's still coming together. I think it'll be fine. What's your favorite cold medication if you got a cold? What do you think is best? Uh, I, I haven't taken cold medication in years, but uh, I always like the Alka-Seltzer product. That's a pretty good one. Yeah. I got mostly yeah. a sore throat, though. Man, my, I don't know if I've ever had a sore throat this bad. Wow. Cer- certainly COVID symptoms, but I... I took one of those home COVID tests and passed so I could, with a clean conscience, come to work. I think, yeah. I, I, think I probably have COVID. I mean, uh, I, like, I know, I know 20 people with it. Not that wow. I've been in contact with them, but. Wow. There's more well, COVID in the area right now than there has been since the whole thing started in March of 2020, where I yeah. live. Yeah. Um, Two weeks to lower the curve. And uh, just flatten the curve, whatever it is. So I probably have uh, the new uh, BA5 or whatever it is. So I'll go around breathing on people. Oh, Lord. And uh, Well, the people I don't like. You'll know if I like you or not, whether or not I hover over your cubicle and breathe on you. <coughs> Sorry about that. <laughs> oh, oh, man. <laughs> Inappropriate. <laughs> oh, boy. More on the way. Our text line is 415-295-KFTC. The Armstrong and Getty Show. I don't know if you've ever done this, if you're a parent or not, but I uh, I have a cold and I went to look for cold medicine for myself last night and realized I am really stocked well on children's medicines. I am not stocked well on adult medicines. I got everything a kid could ever possibly need to take, but overlooked that the occasional adult gets sick. Also, the... Um, most people, when's the last time you, you got sick of any kind over the last two years with everybody, you know, staying away from each other and masking and all that sort of stuff, colds and other things like that or have not been spreading around? wonder if we have a pent-up demand for that. Uh, yes, and suppressed immunity for children, certainly. Uh, the kids have not been trading uh, bugs back and forth, really? which they are meant to do by nature. Right. 
And so, yeah, when the kids do get back together now going to school, I guess, to, you know, sickness is running rampant in a way it usually doesn't. Interesting. But, uh, yeah, it's yeah, I'd like the term pent up demand. Uh, it's a kind of a funny way to put it, but it's absolutely true. Here's your freedom, love and quote of the day. Continuing on with our series from Hunter S. Thompson, madman genius. One of the most basic factors in sports is that winning becomes a habit and losing is the same way. When failure starts to feel normal in your life or your work or even your darkest vices, you won't have to go looking for trouble because trouble will find you. Count on it. That's a good one right there. That is a good one. Whoa. That's one I need to say to my kids. Yeah. 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 Interesting. I think we're all thinking various thoughts about our lives right now. Let's not think too much. Moving along to mailbag. (laughs) Too much thinking. Bad for the brain. (laughs) Bad for the brain. You can email us, mailbag at armstrongandgetty.com. Let's see. uh, Kevin, the COVID correspondent, says, Thanks for discussing my when will you no longer take a COVID test uh, questions. As for what my office does to avoid uh, issues, we have an unwritten don't ask, don't tell policy with regards to COVID. Mm -hmm. The mantra is, you can't be COVID positive if you didn't get tested. Yep, I have done that myself. I, I essentially, did I did it earlier this week, actually. Essentially, the rule is, and I'll break into his email and say, this is the time-honored rule is, if you're too sick to come to work, don't. Otherwise, no one wants to hear about your COVID problems. Your mileage may vary, but it's worked for us over two years now with no issues. Yeah. Yeah, I get it. See, the point is, shutting down the world causes tremendous damage too. moving along certainly been uh, discussed plenty uh jt with uh, a comment on the uh our discussion of the anecdote from the new uh store uh, the book why we did it that's mark Leibovich again right Who no wrote this town no no tim miller is the guy's name tim miller okay Leibovich has a new book he out does too yeah uh anyway um to recap, a gay operative was approached by an opposition operative asking how he could work on an anti-gay marriage agenda, given that he was gay, uh, etc. He says, um, you guys both seem to focus on the ethical dilemma. If that was the crux of the anecdote, I think you both, both missed the bigger meaning. Nobody is 100% aligned with anybody else. So if you're working in politics, even for, quote-unquote, your own side, at some point you'll undoubtedly be tasked with handling an issue you aren't 100% behind. Uh, of course. Uh, uh, there's kind of a long aside there. Um, George Stephanopoulos writes about that a lot about that in his book because he he was really bothered by the fact that Bill Clinton was pro capital punishment. That was a hmm. big big thing for him, but he he still was the campaign manager. Uh, the bigger point is that the questioner was trying to invoke an absolutism upon the gay operative. The questioner was trying to use his sexuality as a wedge issue to pry him away from all other GOP policies the gay operative believed in and supported. That concept, turning people into a single-issue voter, is a strategy the Democratic Party has turned into an art. That is the real issue that the group was attacking. Interesting. I'd have to read it myself, but interesting point. The whole single-issue thing, I agree with completely. Oh, da, da, da. do we have time for this? Uh, Steve on the Brittany Griner story. I'm of the opinion that if you voluntarily go to a country that is openly hostile to the United States, Americans in general, if something goes sideways, you find yourself in a bind, the U.S. government should not be obliged to spend huge amounts of diplomatic capital trying to get you out. A mm. um, lot more on the way. If you miss an hour of the show, get the podcast Armstrong and Getty On Demand.
Are you still searching for your perfect place to call home? Well, now is the time to buy at Fisher Homes. If you're looking to move in before the end of 2024, May could be your last opportunity to start building your dream home and close before the year's end. If you're hoping to move in even sooner, Fisher Homes also has homes that are move-in ready and waiting for you, where you can start enjoying the benefits of homeownership even faster. Schedule your personal tour with a new home advisor today at fisherhomes.com and make this spring the season you find your perfect home sweet home. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet, that's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and Game Sense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. Hi, I'm Cindy Crawford, and I'm the founder of Meaningful Beauty. When Dr. Sabah and I decided to do a skincare line together, he said to me, we are going to give women meaningful beauty. And I said, that's exactly right. We want to give women meaningful beauty, which means each and every product is meaningful. It has a, a reason to exist. It's efficacious. You're going to get results. And then you just go out and live your life. Meaningful beauty. Confidence is beautiful. Learn more at MeaningfulBeauty.com. The Armstrong and Getty Show. If it was a city, it would be tied for the third largest city in America. Uh, if it were a state, it would exceed the population of 11 of the states. So this is a crisis in America today. What is he so talking about? Is, the the uh, spectacular numbers of illegal immigrants coming across the border with impunity turned loose into the country uh, just in the last couple of years. That was a senator. I, I missed his name, but... Uh, yeah, so the border situation continues to be just absolutely outrageous and uh, and and interesting from the thirty thousand foot level because neither party is serious about doing anything about it, as far as we can tell. Uh, I think there were probably a lot of folks in the in the Republican Party who were pretty uncomfortable with Donald J actually doing something about illegal immigration because they're counting on the flow of cheap labor. Sure which we need. So uh, a couple of stories kind of in that area. Um, one is just kind of interesting, especially for us in in the uh, you know the spoken word content business. used to be known as the radio business, but that seems kind of insufficient these days given the importance of podcasting and everything. Uh, but there's a a group, a significant group of extremely influential Spanish language conservative radio stations that operate in Florida, Texas, and that sort of place. I don't have the complete list. I could probably look it up, uh, including Miami's 
it's absolutely uh, it's it's regularly in the top stations forever. I remember that looking at the ratings through the years. Radio Mambi, it's called M A M B I, but it's a conservative talk radio station, part of a network. George, huh. I'm, George un- I'm unaware of this. Yeah, yeah. Well, yeah, they're they're Spanish speaking, obviously, as I said, and actually, some of the hosts. There's been a mass exodus, which I'll explain. And in the interviews about why, some of them had to speak through an interpreter, so it is Spanish language. Um, but this group was just bought by a uh, a company backed by George Soros. He is buying these conservative stations and booting all the conservative hosts and turning it into a uh, a progressive radio network so a lot of the hosts are going other places and their voices will be heard but it's an interesting strategy i'm just going to because hispanic america as we've been discussing uh or do you use the term latinx if you do stay away from me but (laughs) you know hispanic america which is extremely diverse as the first lady was so clumsily trying to indicate the other day um they are much more conservative than the mainstream media would have you believe, and they are moving very quickly in that direction, becoming even more conservative, more Republican, which is extremely inconvenient. So what do you do to the most influential voices? You buy them out. It's, I mean, it's like if, uh, I'm sure if he could have gotten away with it, he would have. If George Soros could have paid a billion dollars or whatever and brought, bought Premier Syndication, which is a, a giant in the radio industry, and, and put Rush Limbaugh out of business somehow. Um, I, maybe he didn't think of it or it would have been too expensive or, or the, you know, the ditto heads would have revolted and hunted him down or something like that. But it's a hell of an interesting strategy. Uh, the other story is that uh, Taco Gate is a hot topic of conversation among Hispanic commentators. That would be Jill Biden's idiotic comments about bogadas and <laughs> Yeah, I, I keep hearing about this. I still don't grasp what happened there. What what did she do? Do we have that clip from yesterday? <clears throat> I don't know if our clip was too short or what. I don't I don't get the context from the clip of what she's talking about. Well, I think as you're distinct monk- as the bogadas of the Bronx, as beautiful as the blossoms of Miami and as unique as the breakfast tacos here in San Antonio. So here's here's what's going on. Number one, she once again tried to pander to Hispanic America and slaughtered the Spanish word or phrase she was trying to use, which is just dopey and amusing. And there is alleged outrage over the fact that she compared Hispanic people to tacos in San Antonio. The statement being from various outraged people, we're not just tacos, or we're more than tacos, or comparing us to tacos is insulting and racist or something. Um, I'm not Hispanic, so maybe that carries more weight. Um, The National Association of Hispanic Journalists uh, pushed the story to the moon, writes one editorialist, when they said in a statement, we are not tacos. We encourage the Biden administration, their speechwriters, to be more culturally competent and to think about how they speak to the community in so many words, blah, blah, blah. So I don't, it just, I don't know. Come on. I mean, the FLOTUS making a dopey t- comparison, trying to talk about diversity. Okay, that's fine. This is significant. There is this activist group, the Vera Institute of Justice. It's a New York-based activist group that supports defunding the police 
views immigration enforcement agencies as a, quote, threat to civil liberties. This is a big deal, this organization, the Vera Institute of Justice. They just landed a $171 million taxpayer-funded government contract that, if it's renewed, uh, could potentially hit a billion dollars if it's renewed year after year. So hundreds of millions of dollars per year, up to a billion perhaps, of taxpayer dollars, and their job is to advocate for the non-deportation of illegal immigrants. So we're paying hundreds of millions of dollars for these people to, what's the specific, to help unaccompanied minors avoid deportation. Is there another country on earth that does this? No. No is the answer. People sneak into the country by by the hundreds of thousands, and then the country pays for their attorneys. I mean, it's just bizarre. Biden administration is scrambling to deal with a massive surge. Yeah, go ahead. Maybe this is a a situation that I don't agree with or like where... um you know, democracy is working. People don't care, I, I guess, enough. Or if they cared, the politicians would have to respond to people caring. Maybe just not enough people care about this. And well, so but I, I think it's uh, crazy to be the only country on earth that, that just lets people randomly come in and live there and support them until they can figure out how they want to live. Um, but enough of y'all don't care to uh, put pressure on politicians who want to do anything about it. Well, I, I disagree. I think there are plenty of people who care. Poll after poll after poll shows they do it. The problem is, and we've talked about this before, there is not a lack of cooperation in D.C. There are two scams that operate side by side for each other's benefit and for their own benefit, and they pretend to look out for the American people. It's the Republican Party and the Democratic Party. And they're both in cahoots on the immigration thing. They yell and shout and raise plenty of money, but uh, they just their scam is so airtight because there aren't other parties. Who do you turn to? Superman or the Libertarian Party or 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 what? So it just continues on because they have a duopoly. I don't think it's going to be an issue in the election, and the border is worse now than it's ever been. I think that's fair to argue, isn't it? That we have less control of our border than we ever have. Yeah, mm-hmm. um, and I don't think it's going to be an issue in the election. You don't think it's going to come up? You think anybody's? You think? Do you think uh, uh, Republicans are going to run on? I'm going to do something about this against yeah. the Democrats. You do? Yeah, they they always do. Well, we'll see. They um, always do, and it's phony, with a few exceptions. I I think the fact that uh, border uh, state Democrat Hispanic districts are turning Republican might get somebody's attention, but I, I would think so. Yeah, I, I although you know, if you're gonna make a bet, you got to bet on what's always happened, right? Which is nothing. Yeah, democracies move very, very slowly, particularly two party democracies like ours. Yeah, where do you go again? Where, what's the alternative? Republican Party. I almost used a terrible expression involving an act of love. Uh, the Republican <laughs> Party does that to you as it leads up to the election to get you to contribute and to show up and to vote and then does nothing. So we got to catch you up on uh, what's happening in Ukraine. And the, the, the story yesterday was Russia is going to take a pause 
to re-something or other their army. Well, they're murdering people today, like just in the last couple hours, dropping bombs and deep inside Ukraine, schools, apartment buildings, businesses being devastated by missiles and innocent people dying. And uh, Zelensky declaring they are a terrorist state. The Atlantic, with a big article this week, declaring them a terrorist state. I don't know if there's some move going on to get them officially declared a terrorist state so that allows the United States or NATO to do something we're not doing already. I don't know. Um, I don't know where you cross that threshold. They sure seem like a terrorist state to me. Uh, but anyway, I got a couple of things on that. And also, um, uh, whether or not we are in a recession, interesting polling on that. It doesn't matter whether the economists or the White House or whatever says it or not. If everybody, if everybody thinks we're in a recession, we're in a recession, aren't we? Does, I'm not sure it makes any difference. Well, yeah, if consumer spending is two-thirds of the economy and consumer confidence is about as high as my confidence would be at the top of a ski jump run, uh, <laughs> terrified, uh, yeah, yeah, sure, that you call no- it whatever you want. That and other stuff on the way. Stay with us. Armstrong and Getty. Are you still searching for your perfect place to call home? Well, now is the time to buy at Fisher Homes. If you're looking to move in before the end of 2024, May could be your last opportunity to start building your dream home and close before the year's end. If you're hoping to move in even sooner, Fisher Homes also has homes that are move-in ready and waiting for you, where you can start enjoying the benefits of homeownership even faster. Schedule your personal tour with a new home advisor today at fisherhomes.com and make this spring the season you find your perfect home sweet home. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet, that's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. Hi, I'm Cindy Crawford, and I'm the founder of Meaningful Beauty. Well, I don't know about you, but, like, I never liked being told, oh, wow, you look so good for your age. Like, why even bother saying that? Why don't you just say you look great at any age, every age? That's what Meaningful Beauty is all about. We create products that make you feel confident in your skin at the age you are now. Meaningful Beauty. Beautiful skin at every age. Learn more at MeaningfulBeauty.com. The Armstrong and Getty Show.
These are sea lions. They're charging, basically. The woman who took the video <laughs> says someone was trying to take a photo of them when they suddenly woke up. <laughs> Are you enjoying this? I don't know why. I just imagine that old sea lion voices cursing these people out and they're chasing them along the beach. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just cursing these people out trying to sleep. Oh, man, that's what I needed. Cable news host clearly amused by sea lions chasing humans. Wow. Um, AOC not amused at some guy that was heckling her as she walked up the uh, the Capitol yesterday. I didn't think that was cool, but maybe we could play the audio from that later. Got some more poll numbers on people wanting Biden to run or not, which are also not good for the president. We could get to those in an hour or two. I'm guessing they're very low, the number of people who want him to run. Because <laughs> he's ancient and incompetent, you see. So I'm trying to get a real grasp on the semiconductor story. Specifically this. There is a measure, a a Senate bill that was negotiated last summer that included $52 billion to jumpstart the U.S. semiconductor industry for a handful of reasons. Uh, Really, the only one that matters is that these super advanced chips are absolutely critical to our military superiority. They're also incredibly important for our economic well-being, our manufacturing capacity, automotive industries, etc. And the vast majority of the really advanced chips are made uh, in Taiwan by the company TSMC. 90% of them made in Taiwan. Didn't know that. Which is, uh, uh, we make none in the U.S., by the way, zero. That's not good. How, no, how, did, it how did we end up where we make zero of something that important? Well, actually, that's a great question, and, and we will get to the answer. Um, if, if 90% of the chips were made in, say, Belgium or Canada or something like that, then we could live with it and work around it. But Taiwan is obviously under the Chinese gun, and we are China's number one foe. So we're in an incredibly vulnerable spot. They also mentioned in the New York Times that uh, the chip-making industry has lots of great jobs that pay really well, and, and it would help the economy, blah, blah, blah. Um, but here's, here's the deal. Fiscal conservatives, libertarians, uh, free market people are saying, wow, we can't. this is a profitable industry. Chip-makers make a lot of money. Why are we giving out corporate welfare to these people? The answer is because... All of the other major powers in the world, particularly China, subsidize the hell out of uh, their chip-making factories because they think it's that important. Some countries cover 30%, some 50%. China's subsidies cover closer to 70% of the cost because they want it onshore. And so the Senate came up with this bill uh, that said, all right, we're going to kick in $52 billion. We're going to onshore chip making capacity. We're going to become a world leader in in chips, especially the advanced chips. Um, So we're going to go from zero to world leader. Cool. Or certainly self-sufficient. Think uh, oil, for instance. Um, But the House spent months negotiating its own bill, which it passed in February, But since then, in the months intervening, the House and Senate have failed to resolve the differences between the two bills, and uh, Mitch McConnell recently threatened to scuttle the talks unless the House dropped, uh, like, your Build Back Better crap and, and, and all that stuff. So it's gotten caught up in politics, 
And the analysis I read said, you know, it really looked like it might pass, but now it's been eclipsed by the uh, Ukraine-Russia thing. Right. Uh, inflation, the border. Well, people are not paying attention, really, and it doesn't have the energy, so they might just go to recess in August, and if they do that, it probably won't happen. Wow. That's Which a, is no way to run a democracy. Correct. So. Yeah. Yeah, I, and and it's funny, I'm conflicted because this goes against a lot of my fairly bedrock uh, political principles. But as I said in the, uh, the, the very first segment of the show, we appoint an honorary general manager, and I said it was semiconductors. Um, I don't know why the United States can't afford full conductors in the uniform for these <laughs> semiconductors. Uh, but anyway, if a couple of things break the wrong way, uh, China, you know, Taiwan, whatever, uh, or some sort of sabotage of one of the plants in Taiwan, because I wouldn't put that past the Chinese. If a couple of things go the wrong way, we could be screwed in terms of manufacturing and ability to maintain and advance our military systems. And And I don't mean inconvenienced or hurt. I mean, well and truly blanked. And I can't believe they're not doing something about it in Congress. This is one of the this is one of those stories that when that wrong turn is taken and we have a freaking disaster on our hands, people will be like, why didn't I hear about this? How could we be so vulnerable? We should have connected the dots. Right. Yeah. Just frustrating to watch. Uh, So this is a YouGov poll. The New York Times poll that came out last weekend got a lot of attention where only 26 percent of Democrats wanted Joe Biden to run uh, for a second term. Or to be their candidate. The YouGov number's a little higher among Democrats, 35%. Still in that same range, though, 26 in one poll, 35 in the other. So so down around 30% of Democrats want their sitting president to run again, which is really, really low. Over- and do you think all 30% of those mean it? I don't know. Uh, and overall, of all Americans, 18% of Americans say Biden should run for re-election. Wow. 18%. When have we ever been there? Keep referencing Lyndon Johnson, who didn't run for a second term in 1968 because his polling was so low. Um, But I don't know if it was this low. Yeah, yeah. Well, the the Biden thing is uh, people were talking about various policies or things he can change. And uh, the one thing that he can't change that is doing him maybe the most damage, you can't change your birth date. You can't all of a sudden not be born in 1942, which is the year that Joe Biden was born in, and that that fact is not changing. Well, and the other thing that hasn't changed and never will is this is the guy who ran for president repeatedly and never got so much as 3% support. It never happened because America looked him over, looked him over good on multiple occasions and said, A, he's full of crap, and B, he doesn't seem to have any discernible leadership abilities. But because a certain chunk of America was so desperate to get rid of Trump, and he seemed like a moderate, nice old fella, he's in the office. But America was right the first two times they took we took a serious look at Joe Biden. We were completely right. And uh, similar numbers for the other question of Trump running against Biden, if there is a rematch. The poll the other day had Biden winning by three. This poll has Biden winning by one. It says here, Trump is hardly popular among registered voters. Biden still leads 44 to 43. There's two ways to look at that. One way is the way they're looking at it. It's Biden's really, really low, but he's still slightly ahead of Trump. The other way to look at it is Trump 
who's who's being every day you turn on the TV or radio, you can't get away from testimony of how he tried to pull off a coup and he ties the current president. Right. Yeah, you could look at it like that. Although I feel like we're uh, saying who would win Muhammad Ali or Joe Lewis. I mean, it, the moment the midterms are over, the idea of Biden running again will be hooted out of D.C. So you think he's not going to run? Not a single chance in hell. Yeah. Um, if you missed an hour of the show, grab the podcast Armstrong and Getty On Demand. Armstrong and Getty. Are you still searching for your perfect place to call home? Well, now is the time to buy at Fisher Homes. If you're looking to move in before the end of 2024, May could be your last opportunity to start building your dream home and close before the year's end. If you're hoping to move in even sooner, Fisher Homes also has homes that are move-in ready and waiting for you, where you can start enjoying the benefits of homeownership even faster. Schedule your personal tour with a new home advisor today at fisherhomes.com and make this spring the season you find your perfect home sweet home. Nobody wants to outlive their money, but it happens, especially for women. That's why Gainbridge offers the Parity Flex annuity, designed for women's unique retirement needs, with flexible withdrawals plus a guaranteed lifetime income benefit that keeps paying you even if your account balance is zero. Gainbridge is helping build a better financial future for women. Retirement income you can't outlive is the ultimate flex. Start saving now at Gainbridge.io. Visit Gainbridge.io slash ParityFlex for current rates, full product disclosures and disclaimers, and other important information there are choices that can change your life like the choice to start routine colorectal cancer screening at age 45 it's one of the most common cancers for women and men and it doesn't always have symptoms but there's good news routine screening can catch colorectal cancer early and even prevent it and there's even better news you have screening options make the choice to put your health first talk to your doctor about your screening options or Visit cdc.gov slash screen for life for more information.